there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Yes, brand new banging I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear. On today's I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, what are the best, what are your favorite holiday films? What are the best Christmas slash holiday films? Plus, the NBA is and always will be fantastic. We break down and predict winners for all games all weekend. Heading into the playoffs, the fantasy football playoffs, plus my wife. Caught coronavirus for the third time, how we dealt with that, and more on a fully disruptive, brand new banging I Am Rapport Stereo podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real loud, but most importantly, start this puppy off with something really, really funky and really, really festive. This is the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. Let's fucking go. Merry Christmas, baby. Should it treat me nice? Hey, could you have no fear? The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. What? Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity. The Ziggity. The Ziggity Zone of Disruption. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi. A.K.A. the Disruptive Warrior, A.K.A. the Gringo Man Dingo, A.K.A. Mr. New York, A.K.A. the Jewish Jake LaMotta. I hope everybody's feeling good. hope everybody's feeling safe. I hope everybody is feeling sane. Welcome to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, the world's most disruptive podcast. Boom! You see it. Feeling really, really good. Um, What can I say? Happy Holidays. Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you're celebrating, not celebrating. We are coming to the end, my friends. We are coming to the end. Uh, This is the end, my beautiful friends, the end. We're coming to the end of 2022, and uh, I hope it's... I hope it's ending as best as possible, as much, I hope you drained as much out of 2022 as you possibly could have, and and, and there's a few days left, so squeeze it for everything it's got, because 2023, it's going to be wacky, it's going to be wacky, it's going to be wild, and hopefully, it's going to be 
wonderful. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I'm feeling really good. Feeling really safe. Feeling really sane. What can I say? My wife had the monster. My wife caught coronavirus for what we think is the third time. Not once, not twice, three times. Third time's a charm. And uh, she caught it. She got diagnosed. She went to some uh, holiday party. And uh, the next day she felt like shit. And my wife, she ain't just a disruptive warrior. She's a warrior warrior. Uh, She was down and out the next day. Uh, I was fortunately in the Bay Area. Shout out to Tommy T's. Shout out to everybody that came to see me in Pleasanton. Those were some dope ass shows. The shows, the club, the staff, the vibe of that little city, that area. Excellent. I love that club. I love that. They're like right up on you. It's like we're there. Like there's like a balcony. You could like high five the people in the back. It's close quarters. I liked it. But I was there, and then my wife got diagnosed with the monster. Officially, she took a test, home test. It said, you have the monster. And then she went to the spot, and then they gave her another test, and they said, you got the monster. So I was coming home the next day or the day after that, and I had to make an executive decision because I hadn't been home in 12 days, which is a long time for me. I had to make an executive decision. The executive decision was to quarantine at a hotel, stay in San Francisco, go to LA. My mother said, uh, maybe you want to come to, I, I, she, you want to go to Florida? And I, I said, I have to go home. I've been wearing the same clothes for, for two weeks. I've washed them, but I, I have to go home. I've been, I've been sleeping in hotels. Uh, you know, I need my bed. I need my own space. I need to be in, in the crib. So we decided to quarantine together. Now, Full transparency, uh, my apartment in New York, Nueva York, eh? for my uh, Spanish, Latin American, uh, Latin, the Latin rapper pack all over the world, the crib ain't that big. So we had to to figure out how this is going to go down. Am I going to be in the bedroom? Is she going to be in the bedroom? We're talking three, four days of this shit. Okay. We ultimately decided that I would be in the living room and she would be in the bedroom. This is ridiculous quarantining together we don't have a basement i don't have like a man cave so i had to go to the crib and you know she don't want me to get coronavirus because i'm compromised as good as i look boom i mean you see it you go how how can this guy be compromised you're looking at me you're like comp- what, what, what compromise how could i'm compromised i have a compromised immune system uh, the inflamed Ashkenazi, that's not a nickname that I just got. That's a nickname that I earned. Just like the gringo mandingo. It's not a nickname that just, just flew at me. Oh, I earned that. Just like the disruptive warrior. But I have issues. Now, one of my goals today for this particular podcast is to not cough. But I'm all banged up. I'm banged up in the game. Again, I'm feeling good. You see me, I look good, but I got the mucus this time of the year, the mucus, the traveling, the flying, the ulcerative colitis, the ulcerative colitis, medication, the food, because you know, when you're sick, you know what calls you? That bread, that yeast, that gluten, it calls your name. Everybody's a science expert. Everybody's a health expert. I know they're like, Rappaport, what the fuck are you talking about? What what do you know about gluten and yeast? Boom. I know, I know, I know. But I am compromised. We know over the 4th of July, I was in the uh, hospital. Five days. Pneumonia. Okay, now what I got is not contagious. Maybe pneumonia is contagious. I don't know. That was when I was in the uh, hospital for pneumonia. And uh, that's when they tried to say that my shit was contaminated. Literally. They accused me of having contaminated shit, contaminated stool. They were coming in in the Walter White outfits. You know, when Walter White and Jesse Pinkman, when they they cook up that meth, they were walking in there, except for it wasn't Walter White. 
It wasn't Jesse Pinkman. Uh, and the, the outfits weren't like custom, custom made yellow. They were like blue, bluish gray. They weren't, when you, when you, when your wife and your doctors and your nurse have to come into your hospital room, which ain't that big, which ain't that luxurious in meth outfits, Walter White outfits, because you've been accused of allegedly having contaminated stool. That's something you don't forget. When I look back at 2022, I'll never forget when they were like, yo, we, we have to check your stool. I said, my stool is not contaminated. It might be a lot of things, but my stool is not contaminated. Where was I? Yes. My wife, me, compromised. So we had to separate. We had to quarantine in the crib. She didn't want to go to a hotel. She offered to say, you're not going to a hotel. We just, we just have to, to do it. We mask up, Lysoled up. She, she, the day before I got there, like 36 hours before I got there, she's spray. I said, why don't you just relax? Spray things down an hour before I get there. You're sick. You got the monster. The monster's gotten you. Not the first time, not the second time. This is the third time. And I know some people might be going, oh, did you get the, did you get the vaccine? Oh, you super spread of this. Oh, you super spread of that. Motherfucker, I got, I'm, I'm not arguing with you dummies. You Trump supporting dum-dums. The point is, I went into the crib we were separate but equal. She's in the bedroom. The door shut. I'm ma You're not masking up in your own crib, double masking up in your own crib. The whole place smells like bleach and Lysol. I can't stand the smell of Lysol. It, I don't know. But it was three days of that shit. Sleeping on the couch. I'm in the bathroom. My wife comes in to use the bathroom while I'm using the bathroom. I'm in the shower. She comes in to, you know, Take a leak. She goes, well, why aren't you wearing a mask? I go, I'm in the shower, man. I'm in the shower. I'm not wearing a mask. Anyway, we got through it. We got through it because I got tested. I got tested again. Done. I didn't catch the monster this time. Maybe it's because I'm vaccinated. Maybe that fucking vaccine worked. On the gringo man, they go, maybe it did, maybe it didn't, maybe we, because, uh, uh, who knows? Nobody knows nothing. I'm so sick and tired of people that can't even spell antibodies talking to me about, I have the antibodies and they have this and they have that. And I take zinc and I take vitamin D. And when I take my vitamin D, I take it with the vitamin K because the vitamin K kickstarts the vitamin D and my antibodies this and my antibodies that. You didn't graduate high school. You didn't graduate high school. Go take an ice bath. Go take a hot shower. I'll learn how to spell antibodies and shut up. It's to each his own. You know what I took? Matzo bowl soup. Okay, they call that Jewish penicillin. Happy Hanukkah. Anyway, I'm healthy as a horse, back to working out, but a little phlegmy. It's phlegm season. It is phlegm season, but it is our anniversary. Six years married. I don't talk much about my personal life in general, uh, but it's our anniversary. And, you know, I, I'm not good with the gifts. I, who knows what to do on the anniversary? Uh, yeah, I'm just happy that someone had me. Six years, wife. Even though she had the monster, could have potentially killed me with it. Six years of being married. I've known my wife a long, long, long time. We were together, just to give you a little context. Me and my wife were together 21 years old. We were together from about 21 to 25. Then we broke up. We always remained cool. And we didn't burn the block down. Because normally, when I break up with somebody, I burn the block down. I burn the block down. I blow torch the street. There's explosions. There's cars. There's drama. There's possible arrests. Okay, I'm not incriminating myself and or anybody else. That's not one of my strong suits. Ending relationships. It's not something I'm uh, necessarily good at. But this one, we always stayed cool. We stayed, uh, uh, you know, friends. We got back together a while ago. Anyway, we've been married uh, six years. We got married on a Friday, a misty Friday afternoon. We didn't even, Friday morning. We went to go get the marriage certificate. 
We were planning on a non-traditional wedding. We were planning on a, a very sort of simple wedding. Oh, and we simplified it. We simplified it real nice. We got married in sweatpants. But it was a beautiful day, beautiful ceremony. And honestly, the best decision I have ever made. So happy anniversary uh, to my wife. And God bless you. God bless you for all the shit you have to deal with just being in close quarters with me. The burping, the snorting, the sneezing, the coughing, the farting, the oying, the oyveying, the uh, the grunting, the groaning, all of it. It ain't no picnic over there. I am Rappaport Podcast. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Stereo, get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees, iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though, he's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. of uh, picnics they tried to rob Robert De Niro's apartment here in New York City boom uh, the other day a serial criminal who has been in and out of jail for robberies of a similar sort breaking and entering we call them B&E's Bobby D Robert De Niro one of the greatest artists, one of the greatest actors of all time who lives on the Upper East Side of Manhattan in a townhouse. I didn't even know Bobby D lived on the Upper East Side of Manhattan in a townhouse. I live on the Upper East Side of Manhattan in a townhouse. And when I found out that a burglar broke into his house, I was like, I don't want to know where he lives. Because you know what will happen? 
I'll start showing up on that block just to bump into Bob on a random Tuesday because I love him so much. I love him so much. It's not stalking. Is that stalking? I guess, would you call it stalking, Dave? Not stalking. It's just, I want to see a friend. Friend? I mean, we're not friend. I mean, but he... Anyway, they tried to rob Robert De Niro's house. A woman at 2.45 in the morning broke into his Upper East Side townhouse. Apparently, there was a door open to get into his, his, I think it's a private apartment, a townhouse. For those of you who don't know New York, it's like a separate thing. It's a rare thing. That's for the Bobby D types. Okay? There's townhouses that have multi-apartments. Bobby D ain't renting out his bottom two floors. Bobby D owns the whole thing. Allegedly, there was a door open. And this woman, and you could see a picture of her. She ain't bad looking. She kind of looks like Ice Spice. She's kind of cute. Looks like she's about 30 years old. Allegedly, she's got a, a laundry list of arrests. She's been in and out of the, uh, the, the system. They keep letting her out. Bobby D gets awoken by some sounds at 2.45 in the morning. Literally by his Christmas tree. <laughs> you know, you're not getting out now, lady. Crazy lady. You robbed the wrong Robert this time, you fuck. You broke into Bobby D's house at 2.45 in the morning and you were trying to steal his Christmas presents under his Christmas tree. And can you imagine the shock on this woman's face? Not when she realized she was getting caught, but then she, that she realized she was getting caught by Robert De Niro. You got to feel like such an asshole. You got to feel like such a dummy. You, you're breaking and entering B&E and the person who catches you is the godfather, is taxi driver. Travis Bickle walks in on you and he's probably like, what the fuck are you doing? It's 245. He's probably, I don't, you know, I heard he sleeps with a sleep apnea mask. I don't know if he had a sleep apnea mask on. I don't know if he was butt ass. I don't know how Bobby D sleeps. I don't care to be honest. But I tell you one thing, you little uh, little Christmas tree bandit, you ain't getting out this time. Rest assured, they've let you in and out of prison for shit just like this. You sneaked into the wrong motherfucker's house this time. But if Bobby D ain't safe, who is safe? If Robert De Niro's crib could get broken into... And some woman, thank God it was just a lone woman. I'm sure even at, I don't know how old Bobby D is. How old's Bobby D now? 80? No, Bobby D's 79. Check that. Even at 79, he could have taken you down. Ice Spice, cutie pie. You ain't getting out now. You fucked up. But I would love to talk to this woman like, yo, when you realized you broke into Robert De Niro's house, were you like, oh shit? Were you thinking like, can I get a selfie before I get arrested? It did. Because you getting arrested in it. And she looks like she's talking to the cops. She's probably nuts. Yeah, you got a pretty face. Who knows what's going on upstairs. But like I said, if Robert De Niro's crib ain't safe, whose crib is safe? Lock your fucking doors. Bob, lock your doors. Somebody got to be fired. Somebody should be fired. Whoever's the head of security, his assistant, somebody needs to be fired. But I just would have loved, boom, that interaction when you break into Robert De Niro's crib. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? He can be like, what the f He comes down in character. Keep Robert De Niro safe. Keep Al Pacino safe. Keep Denzel Washington safe. Keep the greats. Keep the artists. Keep our kings safe. And our queens, of course. But I'm talking about Bobby D here. I would love to have Bobby D on this fucking podcast. I'm going to get him on here. Bobby D's turning 80 this year. We're throwing you a birthday, Robert De Niro, on your 80th, whether you like it or not. And I know you don't like it. I know you'd prefer to be left alone. Your 80th birthday's coming up. We are not going to let that just slip by because we adore you. Somebody who we don't adore. And podcasting is such an incredible business now. 
Podcasting is so booming, and to be a professional podcaster in this day and age, I'm very proud of it. Very proud of uh, what we've built uh, with the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. And I'm proud that we've done it with some integrity, a lot of integrity. Some people don't give a shit because some podcasts will literally have anybody on just to get a rep, to quote the great gang star, the late great guru, guru and premier, just to get a rep. This podcast by these guys, the Nelk Boys, which I guess is, I don't, I don't know who these people are. I know they have rappers on. And if I was a rapper and I went on the Nelk Boys podcast, I would ask them, can you name three of my songs? Any rapper that goes on a podcast, you should make sure on air when the cameras are rolling, you say, yo, can you name three of my songs? Can, can you name one? Can you recite one verse to one of my songs? Since you're such a big guest, since you're so into me, this podcast had OJ Simpson on their podcast. And I was thinking to myself, wow. And this is an already very popular podcast. Everybody does this podcast. I don't know much about these guys. It's very popular. I don't know how it got popular, but the fact that these dudes had OJ Simpson on their podcast, you sleep with yourself? You think that's dope to have OJ, a killer? We know he did it. Just to get motherfuckers to watch your shit? And get Jake Paul, get Logan Paul, get Chris Paul. You got OJ Simpson on your podcast. It's not like you guys are trying to build your brand. You have a very successful brand. Are you ashamed of yourself? Are you proud of that, that you got him on there? Is nobody off limits to these podcasters? Some of these dudes will just have anybody on there. Like if Jeffrey Dahmer's live, motherfuckers will be like, yo, let me get Dahmer. I'll book. I want to book him. I want to be the one to ask him the questions. And they had OJ Simpson on and they're asking him questions like you could believe anything this this dude says. Now, I don't know if OJ paid to get on his podcast or they paid OJ to get on his podcast. I don't know how it works. Maybe it was just they booked a guest. Maybe it's not a hard get. But they're asking OJ about who did it, who didn't do it, and all that. We know who did it. You, you're asking a guy who's not going to tell you the truth questions. And I wonder if the victim's family saw the podcast. And I wonder how, that's like having, this is like some Sandy Hook shit. This is like some Alex Jones shit, having O.J. Simpson on your podcast. He's a piece of shit. And it was circulating because they asked O.J. Simpson about the rumor of him being Khloe Kardashian's parent. And O.J. said, this, that, and the third, but he basically said no. He said, I, you know, I was, I didn't do anything with Chris Jenner. I've never had sex with, he basically said, I didn't do anything with Chris Jenner. And this sort of verified that he isn't Khloe Kardashian's father. You can't believe a word this piece of shit says. As far as I'm concerned, if you ask OJ Simpson a question, whatever he says, you have to start thinking, the opposite's true. This is a murderer, a cold-blooded murderer. He can't be trusted. Nothing he says is worth anything, like literally worth nothing. And these dudes had these dudes had him on their podcast. For what? Business is booming. Business is booming for this podcast, yet you wanted OJ Simpson on, and you sat there with a straight face. Sometimes like with a little smirk on your face, like shit is sweet with OJ Simpson. I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Like at a certain point, like, you know, you got enough views. Like, don't you want to be able to like have some integrity about you to have this dude on your podcast? You already popping off, but this is the world we live in now. You might as well like do a fuck video. That's like a snuff video. That's like a porno. You sold yourself out you might as well do dick videos where you're like jerk off videos hey we have oj simpson and the next one we're, we're jerking each other off hey, check out the next episode of the nelk boys we're gonna give each other hand jobs shame on you don't you got parents 
Speaking of a NFL great, true great, all class, the great Franco Harris of the Pittsburgh Steeler championship teams, the 75, 76, 79, and 1980 championship teams, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who, well, first of all, let's stay on Franco. Frank, the immaculate catch, Terry Bradshaw, the Las, Las Vegas, the Oakland Raiders. This is when football was, not that it's not, football's always great, but it was just a different kind of football. And that catch, the immaculate catch, the Oakland Raiders versus the Pittsburgh Steelers championship game. And let, let me tell you something. At that time, even if you were a Giants fan, uh, even if you were a Jets fan, even if you were, you know, a fan of another team, the Dallas Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers, they reigned supreme because it felt like every year they were in the Super Bowl and they weren't, but every year they were in contention. And Franco Harris, Terry Bradshaw, the Steel Curtain, those iconic Pittsburgh Steeler players, uh, those iconic Pittsburgh Steeler jerseys, the black, the gold. What a shame. I believe he was 77 years old, number 32, big running back. And at that time, you know, like I said, as a kid, it wasn't like these kids are so educated they are today with SportsCenter, with uh, Madden, uh, with the video games, with ESP. You could look everything up. You watched those games. You saw what you saw. You caught some highlights, and they were ingrained in your memory. And I was a kid when they played the Rams in 1980 and Lynn Swan, John Stallworth, Rocky Blyer, uh, the offensive line, um, John Kolb, Mike Webster, uh, Benny Cunningham, and just the defense, Mean Joe Green. Probably one of the greatest nicknames in all of sports history, Mean Joe Green. I mean, and Jack Lambert with his teeth missing. You didn't know what was going on. And these were not, it was a great time. And Franco Harris passed away. And I believe Franco Harris, I believe Franco Harris, half black, half Italian. He had that beautiful beard. He had that like upright run. The pads were different. Everything was shot on film. You look at the highlights of those games that were shot on film, NFL films. And, um, just a, a sad, seven, it made me sad. Mel Blunt, it made me sad that Franco Harris passed away uh, because, like I said, I was Pittsburgh Steelers all day, every day versus the uh, versus whoever. They were playing against Earl Campbell and the Houston Oilers and all those guys. Those games were great, and it was just a sad, sad to find out. And, you know, I started thinking, like, yo, these dudes are getting older, man. And I started, you know, thinking about, like, the guys that I loved growing up, the players that I loved, the Walt Frazier's, the... Earl Monroe's, the Dr. J's, of course, Daryl Dawkins passed away, Moses Malone passed away, but you know, dudes are getting older, and uh, you know, it's we're getting older, the fans of Franco Harris are getting older, uh, it was sad uh, to see the late, great Franco Harris, number 32 of the Pittsburgh Steelers, this is a guy who's not even on my team, and, and I loved him, and I just loved that, that the whole, watching those games, Chuck Knoll, the, the coach, in the freezing, freezing uh, Pittsburgh weather. And as a kid, it was like, what's Pittsburgh? It, it Like this, you know, crazy play. I'd never been there, but it just sounded cool. It looked cool on TV. Uh, and it's just a sad day uh, to find out that Franco Harris passed. And now we're talking about fantasy football, you fucks, you. Because it's the fantasy football playoffs. It's championship time. And I'm not going to bore. I'm not going to bore people because... Probably one of the most boring things that anyone could talk about is their fantasy football team. So I'll keep it short. I'll keep it sweet. All I'm asking is the listeners, is the viewers, to send me some good juju. Because I'm playing a guy, let's just call him Johnny Whispers. In my fantasy football championship game. Not the Super Bowl. That's that's next week. I'm playing a guy who likes to talk greasy, but then disappear. See, if you're going to talk shit, you have to engage. You can't, like, uh, talk shit and then disappear. Because I'm on a group text. 
in my money fantasy football league. And I haven't heard from this guy, whispers. And you want to talk greasy and then disappear? Well, I'm going to tell you something now, you, you fuck. I'm coming. And I'm coming to fuck you and your brother. You and your brother, because your brother's the one who's making executive decisions. You ain't doing it. You ain't doing it. It's championship weekend. It's put up or shut up. Now, of course, if somehow, some way I lose, and I don't think I'm going to lose, we're just going to cut this little bit out of the video. We're going to cut this bit out of the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. But like I said, I ain't coming to lose. You know what I'm coming to do? I'm coming to beat your ass. I'm coming to humiliate you in front of your family. Oh, yeah, it's holiday season. And this guy's a big, big wig in the music industry. I don't know where this motherfucker is. I don't care. He could be in fucking San Tropez, some island in Greece, or down in the fucking Sicily. I don't care where you are, but I'm going to ruin your fucking holiday season. You know why? Because I'm coming to bury you in the fucking dirt. Did you ever see Casino? You know when Joe Pesci had to watch his brother Frank get beat over the head with a fucking baseball bat? That's the visual I got in mind for you. Burying you and your brother who runs the team in a fucking hole somewhere. Except for it ain't going to be in Vegas. It's going to be wherever fucking beach you're at. You fuck you. I am Rappaport Podcast. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L. S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast, I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
We also have the NBA. The NBA is and always will be fantastic. We got five games on Christmas Day. And let me tell you something. For the layman fan, and I ain't the layman fan, the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, the Bleach Brothers respectfully, Miles Davis, Jordan Winter, we ain't the layman fans when it comes to the NBA. We've been watching preseason, G-leaguing, watching it all, reading it all, checking it all out, trades, plays. Of course, we, we make our money over there, Captain Picks. If you're interested, oh, if you're interested in winning, being amongst winners, go to CaptainPicks.com. Be amongst Greatness, be amongst champions. Okay, because we do it all. NBA, NFL, NHL, uh, college basketball, college football, uh, volleyball, soccer, frisbee, horse racing. We do it all. CaptainPicks.com. Be amongst. Be amongst a group of champions. But we got five games. We got the Sixers versus the Knicks. Finally. The Knicks are going with their young guns. They benched Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier, I like you. I've always liked you. You got to shave the whole head. You look fucking nuts. It's time to let it go. All of it. Let it go, homie. It's almost all gone. You're, you're You're just fighting nature right at this point. It ain't funny. It ain't cute. You're in New York, Frenchie. This is the fashion capital of the world. You're playing in the world's most famous arena, Evan Fournier. Get rid of it all. Guy who's got great hair who's been on the bench, Derek Rose. They'll figure it out. Uh, but Embiid is a top five M- MVP candidate. Sixers without Tyrese Maxey, who I like a lot. I got the Knicks beating the 76ers on Christmas Day. Then we have the Lakers at the Mavericks. LeBron James is old as Santa Claus. You're old as shit. And yeah, you're playing good. Yeah, you're going to break Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. Yes, they don't have Anthony Davis. You're playing the Mavericks who... I've said this once. I've said it, uh, I've said it twice. I'm going to say it for the third, maybe fourth time. We don't fact check at the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Luka Doncic is not an MVP. I love Luka. Bazooka Luka. I believe we gave him that name. He's not an MVP. He's a one-man gang. It's not about who he has around him. I hate to say it because a guy plays with so much joy, but he plays for himself. You're like, what do you mean? You don't know what's in his mind. Listen, Luca's sick offensively. Luca doesn't make anybody around him better. Luca doesn't guard. I I want him to be an MVP dude. You got to move the fucking ball, man. This guy dribbles that fucking rock into the ground. He dribbles the air out of the fucking ball. Nobody wants to play with a guy like that. I have never. And I would love to talk to some quote-unquote experts. I would would love to ask other experts like myself, have you ever seen a guy dribble and handle the ball as much as Luka? Basically, have you ever seen a guy have control over the ball for a team without passing as much as Luka Doncic. I haven't. I've never seen anything like it. He just pounds a fucking rock into the ground. He pounds that fucking rock into the ground. That being said, no Anthony Davis, Santa Claus, James. LeBron also, let your shit grow gray. You're 62 years old. We know you're bleaching your beard. Let that shit go gray. Embrace being old. You're old as shit, LeBron James. Christmas Day, I got the Mavericks beating that ass real nice, real proper like. Oh, yeah. Then we got the Celtics versus the Bucks. Giannis, Jason Tatum, two MVP candidates for whatever that's worth. Celtics have been losing to teams they shouldn't be losing to. Lost to the Pacers, lost to the Magic twice. Chris Middleton's still not himself. They got the big dude, Robert Williams, back, looking a little rusty. Although, that motherfucker's no joke. It's going to be, a, they're going to be banging. That's going to be a good game. This is probably going to be how it's going to end up in the Eastern Conference, although you cannot count the miserable, unlikable 
Brooklyn Nets out of anything. Because the Brooklyn Nets are playing, and they're playing well, and Durant, Kyrie's in a contract season. It seems like months ago since the whole thing started with the, it happened with the documentary. But we got the Bucks versus Celtics. I got the, I got the Bucks beating the Celtics, but it's going to be a good game. And we got the Grizzlies versus the Warriors. We know how that's going to play out. Warriors are decimated. They were decimated and not playing well before Steph left. You're seeing the vulnerability. You're seeing the flaws in Jordan Poole's game. I think that team is totally fractured since the Draymond punch incident. Obviously, Steph being hurt doesn't help anything. I got the Grizzlies. Uh, John Morant talking greasy said the only team that he's worried about is the Boston Celtics. Disregarded everybody in the West. That's going to come back to haunt you, John Morant. And I like you. I like you a lot. Uh, Then, of course, we have the Suns playing the Denver Nuggets. The Suns are playing the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets have been knocked out of the playoffs the last two seasons versus the Suns. The Joker's ridiculous. He doesn't get any heat. Joker gets better and better. Luka Doncic, I love you. You ain't getting better and better. You're a one-man band who, unfortunately, I feel like plays for himself. Devin Booker's dealing with a little groin injury. I know what it feels like to have a groin injury. Denver's a tough place to play. I'm going to go with Denver. It's going to be great. Five games, Christmas. Uh, It's going to be a fantastic weekend of football, fantasy football, real-life football, presents. Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, sports galore, and every single other thing you could possibly think of. And of course, when it comes to Christmas, what are you going to be watching besides sports? I was thinking about the the great Christmas films. There's so many great holiday films, Christmas films, films that the backdrop is Christmas, that aren't necessarily Christmas films. Uh, that's not like you know Santa Claus uh, or Scrooge or the Grinch uh, or any of those things. Even It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. You know, is considered one of the great holiday films of all time, Christmas films of all times. But now, I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, Michael Rappaport's favorite, and reminding you of the favorite Christmas holiday films of all time. Obviously. It's a Wonderful Life. Again, it's not necessarily a Christmas film. It takes place during Christmas. It's more about redemption. It's more about, uh, you know, finding yourself being the best person you could possibly be. Lives up to all its expectations and the hype. Tearjerker. Weird. Old as shit. You know, that film is old as shit. The way people talk, the way it looks, the sets, the fake snow, everything is just bizarre. But it's a classic and it always gets you. Uh, A Charlie Brown Christmas fuck with Charlie Brown. I fuck with Charlie Brown Christmas. I fuck with uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. And I forgot which one it was. Might've been Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. uh, But I remember watching one of these Charlie Brown movies uh, where Charlie Brown ran away and I was crying. I was with my brother. I was about six and Charlie Brown, I can't remember which Charlie Brown it was where Charlie Brown ran away. And I was crying and I was making noise. My brother was like, shut up, shut up. You're going to make, you're going to, you're going to make dad come in and turn it off the TV. This is when we only had three channels, two, four, and seven. Maybe there was five and 13, but they would go off early. Uh, but Charlie Brown Christmas is one of the great films, uh, holiday films. Home Alone, excellent. Needs no introduction. Little Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, not necessarily a Christmas film, but Christmas theme. Man, that's a good... That is a... They don't make movies like Home Alone anymore. Home Alone is a dope... We'll never... They're never going to make movies like that again. The movie business is fucked up. Home Alone is a stroke of true blue genius. Home Alone 2. Then, of course, Elf. In my opinion, Elf is the number one Christmas movie. Made by a Jew. I believe John Favreau's Jewish. I think he's Jewish. I'm not sure if John Favreau's Jewish. Maybe he is Jewish. Maybe he's not Jewish. Uh, but you know, there was also a lot of Christmas songs written by Jews. I was reading an article, uh, "White Christmas," 
Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very, written by a Jew. Let It Snow, Let It Snow, written by a Jew. A Walking in a Winter, Winter Wonderland. The Jews contributed a lot to some holiday hits. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, another Christmas film, holiday film, Die Hard. People argue whether that's a Christmas film. I'm not saying it's a Christmas film. I say it's a holiday film. I say if you watch Die Hard, you can watch it any time of the year. But Die Hard, holiday film, backdrop is Christmas. One of my favorite films and one of my favorite holiday films because of the theme. Love, finding yourself, family, Loving Your Family, Silver Linings Playbook, Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence, Bobby fucking De Niro, great film, holiday film, I love Silver Linings Playbook, Rocky IV, on Christmas Day, if we could come together, they could come together, the whole world could come together, remember when he beat Drago's ass, Trading Places also took place uh, during the holidays, Christmas, Um, Love Actually, Again, you can watch this film any time of the year. Backdrop is Christmas. Uh, but the best, I, it's hard to say the best. Of course, Christmas Story, awesome. Peter Billingsley, the blonde head. You know, I used to play football with him, Peter Billingsley. I believe he produced Elf. He's still in show business. I got to hook up with him. Peter Billingsley. You know, the blonde from uh, Christmas uh, Story. Um, but in my opinion, I would have to say, if it's pure Christmas Elf has got to be the number one. Of course, there's Scrooge. There's a, a Nightmare Before Christmas. But I think Elf is number one, and I go with Home Alone as number two. That is uh, I Am Rapport's Michael Rapport's Christmas slash holiday best of movies. And since we're doing movies, and since we have already given out the coveted, coveted Sick Fuck of the Year awards... A sick fucking documentary on Netflix. If you want to watch something over the holidays that ain't going to make you feel good, if you're feeling lonely, you're feeling down, uh, and you're feeling like, you know, not positive, there's a documentary on Netflix called Don't Answer the Phone. I was going to say Do Not Answer the Phone. It's called Don't Answer the Phone. This has been suggested by OG Paul Wall and a few other I Am Rapport Stereo podcast listeners. I've gotten a, a... I'd say about 10 DMs about this. Don't answer the phone. I believe it's three parts. Three parts on Netflix is a sick fuck documentary that will give you the creeps that'll make you feel disgusting. But also this documentary, the thing about it that's fascinating is that it makes you realize that under the right circumstances, People will do anything another person tells them to do. This is the thing that you could really take away from this documentary. The documentary is about a sick fuck who would call up, what are they called? Chain restaurants, McDonald's, Taco Bell's, Burger King, Wendy's. You're like, where's this going? He'd call up and ask to speak to the manager. And he would say he was a cop. The sick fuck would say he's a cop. And then he would tell the manager of the restaurant, albeit a woman or a guy, go say, someone has stolen money in your restaurant and we need to find out who it is. This is on the phone. This is just on the phone. I'm a cop. I'm calling about somebody. Literally talking about one time, one case in particular, somebody stole $50 from a customer, 50 bucks. This is the late 90s into the early 2000s. And it was allegedly stolen by one of your younger employees. And the description would usually be she's young. She's got literally, she's got blonde hair and a cutish figure. And people go, okay, okay, sir. And he's like, I'm from the the local police department because he was calling all over the country. It's happened dozens, not one. Dozens of times. And then the manager of the Taco Bell, the Burger King, the McDonald's, would call in one of the female employees, young, it was always a female employee, and they would sit down and they have their surveillance footage. Most of the time it's not with the sound. And they would talk to them 
And the cop would be on the phone saying, tell her this, tell her that, tell her this, tell her that. And eventually the cop would say, tell her we need to have her take her clothes off. We need to check her clothes. So the woman would wind up taking off her shirt, taking off her pants. And the manager would sit there and tell an 18-year-old employee, 19-year-old employee to eventually get butt-ass naked. And the cop, the sick fucking fake cop on the other end of the line, I don't give anything away, would be somehow getting off on this. And to the point where they would say, one time he had one of the people, one of the employees, one of the young girls, give, not the cop, not the person on the phone, the manager would, would wind up, had them giving him dome, oral sex. Uh, another time he had them doing jumping jacks to make them break a sweat because if they stole money and they stole money and put it up their ass, they would sweat green. Literally, he'd be like, check to see if her sweat is green. And like I said, it goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. It's going on and on and on. This is pre-cell phones. And it's so skeevy to watch the descriptions because some of the people that it happened to, they're talking about it. They got the cop who eventually cracked the case. They have the victims talking over and over and over again. And the thing that's, it, it's so disgusting and it's so uncomfortable. But the thing that's crazy about it is that people, like I said, under the right circumstances, will do anything. If you catch them and you tell them the right things in the right way, you can do a lot of fucking sick things to people. Because people, a lot of times, like one of the girls that it happened to, she goes, you know, I was just trying to do the right thing. I was trying not to get in trouble. Anyway, if you want a not happy holiday, sick fucking documentary to watch, don't answer the phone on Netflix is that film. Anyway... Done. Came Saw Disrupted. Came Saw Disrupted. I am wishing everybody the happiest, the healthiest, and the safest holiday season. All right? Uh, we'll be continuing to podcast throughout the holidays. Uh, the name is Michael Rapport, a.k.a. The Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. The Disruptive Warrior. Take me out of here, Miles Jordan, with something real nice. Take me out of here with something real proper. But most importantly, take me out of here with something Real funky. I am Rapport Stereo Pockets. Have a great, fantastic holiday. I'm Rapport Stereo Pockets. I'm out. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L. S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. 
Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.